This is exactly right. Are we doing hometowns? Yeah. Fun. Uh oh. I spent like a good 30 minutes trying to figure out what I had to do at 11 a.m. this morning. <laughs> I sat in a chair, I looked through old texts. I was like, I wrote I know for a fact there's an 11 a.m. appointment on Friday. I didn't fucking write it down. I don't know who it's with. <laughs> I was like, I, it's not an official meeting or I would have gotten an email. Right. So it's something else. And maybe it's coffee with a friend or maybe who the fuck is it? Someone's going to text you and be like, where are you? And yes. you're like, this. That's why you texted me. Oh, you said, oh, we have <laughs> yes. ads this morning. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Yes, Karen. <laughs> we talked about it several times last week. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we've had a busy week. We really have had a busy week. We really have. Like, don't. Don't come at us. With your fingers shaking in our face uh -uh. again. Again. I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget something this afternoon. (laughs) So I'm in the same place, even though I'm pretty certain I didn't. If I didn't write it down in mechanical pencil in my paper book, it's probably not happening. Can we go to the bookstore after this and I can get a day planner that I write things down with a pencil? Because I swear to God, that's the key. There's something about putting it in my phone. I fuck it up every time. I know. I've tried it multiple times because everyone's like, what's wrong with you? Are you from the 80s? It just makes a huge difference. Also, I am from the 80s. So yes, (laughs) I need to go back to my roots and I need to do the thing that actually works as opposed to what I'm supposed to do. My mom had a legit fucking day planner that she wrote in in pencil and she was always late. My best friend, Christine Gooden, in high school had a day planner. She was so type A, it was hilarious. It was like she wanted to be a young businesswoman, and now she's a very successful businesswoman. Did it just say, go to school, go to school, <laughs> go to school? It's 7.30 a.m., school. School. <laughs> 7.30 to 3.30. Get ready for school. <laughs> Leave school. 3.30 to 5.30, gossip. <laughs> Have a snack. <laughs> just totally planned out, you know, exactly yep. what's coming and going. I got to uh, get back to those times. Should we start? That's the start, isn't I know. it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking also, my point was, we're so busy that I finally went, why don't you start at Georgia and backtrack? Because you, it's probably <laughs> yeah. something that you're doing with her. Lately, it's been all... So how did you remember? Um, I think I just really sat with it. <laughs> and I didn't get scared. I just sat in the not knowing and I accepted it. You held it. Yes. And then I think we were texting about something else. And then I was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got it. It's probably, I mean, we have a lot. Tonight we're meeting with Kat Solon. Oh, that. <laughs> Do you need a reschedule? Yeah, no. I just need to know. Uh, that my Friday is blank. Yeah. Okay, so great. Funny. I remember I telling in. you, you said. You saw me do I it. I did. See it's, you. There's nothing there. Are you serious? I saw it. We're going to Barnes and Noble. Thank after you. This. Please. Thank um, you. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We're. Um, <laughs> whatever. You're not, they're not there. True. You're, we're catching it right in time. It's yeah. just it's just horrible. It's all fine. All you're doing is giving yourself unnecessary anxiety. That's exactly right. So this will take it out of that. Hold my hand. <laughs> I'm going to hold you. I'm going to walk you there. I'm going to tell you that which ones I like and which ones I don't like. Okay, good. Um, we're going to go get you a mechanical pencil. Yeah. I'll just give you one of mine. They're like great. I do have those because I love them. Okay, I do too. When I was obsessed with crossword puzzles, I had oh. I always had like six mechanical pencils in my purse. That's smart. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi, this is my favorite murder. Oh, uh, it's the hometown edition. <laughs> We're working through some stuff. 
you guys uh you guys send us your um Oh my god is that disgusting i'm only doing that because we're in the studio and i, I can love hear it. myself yeah we are in the studio right now and we are so uh i'm in love with my the sound of my own voice oh it's I just s- so there i sound amazing <laughs> these mics are so good steven you guys should see maybe we should take a photo of each other oh that's a good idea. time and we'll post i'll post them side by side on instagram we'll do it when we're, you know what let's do it when we're done good idea good. um <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You guys send us your hometown murders because we're obsessed with them and we love them. And we got so many that we had to dedicate a whole mini episode, which sometimes isn't many, to reading them to you, reading them back to you. That's right. Yeah, we- send them to myfavoritemurder.com. Nope. Gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> Myfavoritemurder.gmail.com? At, at gmail.com. At gmail. We don't know. No, honey. When there's a dot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, is it a backslash or a forward slash? If I delete this email, is it gone forever? <laughs> or does it go to the government? <laughs> hey, you start. Okay. Tell me a story. These are some um, some home... Whoa, <laughs> sorry. I know, I'm not comfortable with this level of technology. We look like news people. We really do. Don't we? We really do. It's kind of a morning... Uh, it has a morning TV show feel to it. I'm drinking coffee. I'm not minding this at all. No. Take a big sip, a loud one, to fuck with people's ears. <laughs> Three people just turned the fucking podcast off. I would have turned it off. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so these are hometowns from Austin, Texas, um, where we are going to be. Is that? Are we doing no, that anymore? I don't okay. think we need it. We no. were just there literally yesterday. We did two shows and they were fucking amazing in Austin. So fun. You were so nice to us. Austin was the best. Those shows were so hilarious. Yeah. Like, they felt so great. It honestly felt like we were just doing whatever the fuck we wanted. We re- This was the most loosey-goosey <laughs> one that we've done. I had cowboy boots on. I was just going to say, Georgia had the best cowboy boots on. Um... We oh don't worry Texas we're going to you you can stop all over you can stop yeah it's not just going to be Austin no we love you and we will come back soon you guys have a great murder sorry go on no it's uh, uh we had to we, it had to be said props to Austin full on and the Moon Tower Comedy Festival who were the ones that had us and yes. the Paramount Theater which was this gorgeous old theater the whole thing was just the best experience it was a treat thanks everybody <laughs> this first hometown murder. The subject line is hometown murder dash Brenham, Texas. Hi, ladies. I am from Brenham, Texas, a little town between Houston and Austin. In August 1984, I was 11 years old and one of my friends and his mother were murdered. It's horrifying. The previous school year, Casey and his family moved to Brenham. He hung out with my group of friends at recess. He was a uh, nice kid, but he could be a shit too. That's everybody. Anywho, one Sunday in August, we, uh, before we started back to school, Casey and his mom went to church. They were kidnapped from the church parking lot. And apparently there were witnesses that heard his mom screaming. Later that day, their car was found with Casey and his mom in the trunk. She fought like hell. He was trying, uh, he was trying to rape her and she was even able to grab him. Oh, to sorry, to stab him. Oh. Whoa. But the killer, Kevin, not Kevin, uh, Lincecum, strangled her, her and threw her body on top of Casey Why? in the trunk. August, uh, 
in Texas, poor Casey suffocated with his mom on top of him. Oh, oh that's this is the worst. Oh my god. The killer was caught because he had given some of the jewelry he stole to his girlfriend. What the fuck? He also stole Casey's brand new Nikes. Casey and his mom had been school shopping the day before. Oh, I'm gonna kill myself. My dad swears that he saw the killer about an hour or so earlier. Whoa. He was buying a Sunday newspaper for my grandpa at a convenience store just a couple blocks away and thought this guy was acting odd. The oh. DA for this case was Charles Sebesta, who was disbarred not too long ago. <laughs> Lincecum was executed in December of 1992. Casey would have been a freshman in college. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered by How Anna. How does that? Can you? I mean, broad daylight by a stranger. Like I was thinking, oh, it's the ex-husband. Yeah. Because nobody, no stranger would go to that level of fucking boldness but and then the kid too like yeah, you wouldn't i feel like killers like that wouldn't would wait till a woman's alone what a horrifying last moments of your life also, for both of them yeah that's the the uh it's almost like the lowest ring of serial killer yeah. hell or murder hell is like that you're just torturing a child with his mother there was a one in austin that we read that we talked about at the live show that where he just she was washing her car at a, one of those like self car wash things at night but it was really well lit and he just grabbed her in pu- public i mean i'm just i that terrifies me yeah uh well that started out rough yeah let's see if i can get a better one okay that's not not yeah better. Good, good luck on the better murder story <laughs> Let me see if I can get better than get you. Get a better one. Let me see if I can get one that doesn't make me want to kill myself is what I meant by that. All right. Hometown murder from Texas, y'all, it says. Mm. Hey, guys. So first I have to say that I'm a bit, I'm in a bit of a grieving period because my two-year-old son has become a repetitive sponge and I can no longer listen to my favorite murder during my commute or else he'll go to daycare saying fuck and murder. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's for the best. Yeah. He sounds fun. <laughs> So instead, I sit in the parking lot at work every morning for 30 minutes to get my murder story fix and show up late to work. And then all cap says, worth it. (laughs) Get it, girl. We support that. So I'll keep it. So I'll keep this short and sweet. But my husband and I just purchased our first home in a small town outside of Austin, Texas in May of this year. We were so excited to move into the family oriented neighborhood that typically feels pretty damn safe and normal. And my God, excuse me. Excuse me. In July, we were left. In July, we left for the weekend, and on our way home, I was browsing my Facebook news feed for murder news articles when I saw my hometown, my town and neighborhood came name along with murder-suicide. I hopped on my neighborhood app where everyone posts about shit happening in the area. That's so sweet. Yeah. And people were posting about a loud boom they'd heard the night before. Come to find out, a block from my house, there was a domestic dispute between a husband and wife. It got pretty violent, and the wife yelled at her eight-year-old son to call the cops. As he went for the phone, the dad yelled for him to go to bed. When the eight-year-old boy woke up the next morning, he had sh- the dad had shot his mother and then himself, and they were both dead. The fucking child had to find his parents, knowing that he could have called the cops. Oh, You're going to be so. Yeah, this is not. Great. This one isn't going to be the email that saves you. No, it's not. <sighs> the creepy part is watching interviews of my neighbors talk about the kids hanging out with the boy and being casual acquaintances with the dad. It seemed like the wife had him on a tight leash. Oh man, that's going to snap. Uh, the whole thing still fucks me up because I drive by that house every damn day on my way to, to and from work. On a better note, thank you for making me appreciate Austin traffic because I mean more murder stories. <laughs> Bye, Andrea. And then she writes, like Andrea, got it, from Austin. 
Andrea. Andrea. That was heavy. <laughs> this is another heavy. I mean, shit. Heavy hitters. That's what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's, um, this might help us. It says Arby's and Axe Murder. Okay. That sounds fun. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Kiki. Now, this is going to be, I'm a longtime listener, but first time sending this email, I swear I've rewritten this like three or four times, but finally decided to send it. Uh. My name is Pecos. I currently live in Texas. Austin, Texas, but I grew up in a small border city about 300 miles south called Laredo. I learned about this crime when I was in community college. On January 1991, the body of a 33-year-old James Smiley was found hacked to pieces inside his bedroom. Smiley was the manager of the local Arby's and a deacon at a church. He was found by one of his employees who went to check on him after having missed a day of work. The police found two more bodies in the residence. Ruben Martinez, 22, was found lying in the living room couch with multiple stab wounds. And Daniel Duenez, 14, in a separate bedroom, found stabbed in bed. The police initially thought that this could be a robbery because Smiley's car was gone. However, with uh, along with a television set and a telephone. Um, however, someone had taken the time to turn every crucifix inside James Smiley's bedroom upside down. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I think this was the. It was the next day or something when the police got a tip from a local high school student about the murders. I guess this person was skipping class and hanging out with a group of high school friends when one guy in the group confessed to the murders in a stoned and drunken stupor. What? <laughs> Two men were arrested and tried for the murders. Apparently, one of the two killers, uh, he said, uh, said he was tricked into going to the house by the other guy, thinking they were just going to vandalize a house. So that's fine. <laughs> the mastermind behind the attack was an Arby's former employee. Oh. Who had been uh, fired not too long before, and police know that at some point he ran away from home and Smiley provided shelter in his home. In court, he said he was possessed by the devil and wanted to sacrifice people or something like that. Both guys are still in jail, I think. One of them had gotten the death sentence, the youngest person in Texas, to be on death row. This crime was very controversial in my hometown because there was a third person involved related to a judge who never faced any charges. (gasps) Anyway, after the killings, the Arby's closed, and Laredo did not have an Arby's for like 11 years. Thank you for your time. I love the show and Elvis. Pecos. P.S. Get, quidno- get Quiznos, don't get murdered. <laughs> Dude. Um, real quick. Quiznos and Arby's are not do not create not the same thing. No. They're but, not even in the same fast food realm. No, they're not. No. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder 
Again, don't forget, the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. This, the theme this week is shy children having horrible things happen to them. I mean, it's, it's super rough. This is brought to you by extensive therapy (laughs) your entire life. Work it out. Work it the fuck out. Okay, should I read Murdered by Ghosts, probably? Why am I even asking? (laughs) Or Dublin Dr. Pepper Decapitation? Are you fucking kidding me? They're both good. Ghost. Ghost. But let's star that other one for next time. for sure. Okay, Murdered by Ghosts, probably. (laughs) My hometown murder happened when I was living in Austin at the Great Hills Apartments. This complex, which is in Northwest Austin is made up of several small buildings and is situated on a hill overlooking a protected greenbelt. Very lovely and peaceful with lots of deer and birds for your cats to yell at. (laughs) It was like something out of a German fairy tale. Mm, That's weird. Uh, Late one Saturday, (laughs) like 
Children get eaten in those and put in ovens usually. Those grim fairy tales are actually worse than anything we've read on the show today. Horrifying. They're all awful and like, and then it's like, and then the witch chopped them up. Yeah. So don't go into the forest. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Uh, late one Saturday night in October of 2013, I was home watching Ghost Adventures and drinking boxed wine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Close to 1.30 or 2 a.m., I heard a jarring outbreak of dogs howling like wild banshees. They were not normal dog noises. It almost sounded like they were screaming. It was so strange and upsetting, I actually left my apartment to investigate, a.k.a. I leaned over my balcony, probably in my underwear, and looked. <laughs> Couldn't find anything. It went to bed. A couple hours later, roughly 3 a.m., I woke up to the sounds of sirens from multiple cop cars, ambulances, and fire trucks. That's just what you want to wake up to at 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I spent the next several hours glued to the slats of my bedroom blinds, but had to wait for the Sunday night news to find out what happened. 46-year-old John Thomas Haney was found dead in his apartment two buildings away from mine. You can actually see my bedroom window and possibly part of my face in footage from the news reports. <laughs> That's so crazy. That's so funny. <laughs> Look in the background. Ah! Uh, from multiple gunshot wounds inflicted by his 36-year-old girlfriend, Elizabeth Garcia, who called 911 herself to report the shooting. Whoa. Garcia confessed to the murder, saying she and her living boyfriend, Haney, had been arguing over the fact that she was unemployed and was not co contributing financially to their relationship. Haney accused her of being pregnant, which she was not. <laughs> accused her of being pregnant. You're pregnant. That's so mean. I bet you're pregnant. You're so fucking pregnant right now. You look pregnant. She's like, I had a big burrito for lunch. Like, look. Look. Look, I've been going through some stuff. <laughs> um, and threatened to beat the baby out of her. Ooh, that uh -oh. wasn't funny. Mm -mm. Um, the argument turned physical, at which point Gonzalez retrieved... You called her Garcia before, so it's not Gonzalez. <laughs> Maybe Garcia or Gonzalez. Hey, we can't act like we don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> retrieved the re a revolver from under the couch, where everyone keeps their guns, obviously, and shot Haney once he was reaching for her and several more, more times as he lay on the floor. Uh -oh. A sad story, also a crazy seem to wake up to but as we all know not the first time someone's had enough of being in a couple and murder their significant other i reported the suspicious dog activity to the police bragged about my crucial world in the investigation to co-workers <laughs> and gradually moved on my apartment complex did too this is kind of long and after the blood was presumably mopped up and the police tape cut down the unit was rented out to the next customers <sighs> Cut to a chilly Sunday morning, February 2014, a first floor resident of the same building the first murders occurred in. Oh, that means there's more. Oh, shit. It, I'm sorry, but although, although long, this is one of the most beautifully written emails we've ever gotten. It's very, it's very, it goes on a in different directions but it's fun i mean i'm really seeing this like it's an fx series I am okay too. go ahead. So um the same building after the first murders occurred and placed a call to 911 after finding a dark sticky red substance and mm -hmm. then it says it was blood <laughs> dripping into a pool on his patio from the balconies above oh what? my god can what? you imagine what you're out there in your underwear smoke sneaking a smoke and there's something drips on your cheek and you're like oh water Ugh. yeah and it's like it's red so there's a chance it's frosting but I'm gonna guess it's not or <laughs> it's like red food color rusty water please let it be rusty water <laughs> someone was baking a cake and needed to mix red frosting in and the fucking and they tripped and fell onto the porch and all their batter foot no, and someone killed blood. them <laughs> um, 
read something that was blood dripping into the pool on his patio from the mother balconies. For the second time in four months, I awoke to a battery of emergency vehicles and news crews collected around a crime scene, this time involving two fatalities in the all caps, the same apartment as the murder in October. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, here's the thing. Who this person already said that's what was going to happen, and it still surprised yeah. me when you just said that. Totally, that's good writing. Totally. Um, thirty-three-year-old Charles Sanders and his living girlfriend, twenty-one-year-old Ramidos Remedios de Macabia. Oh man, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Remedios de Macabia. Macabia. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> just put a, ah, at the end. This guy just ruined my life. Oh. Alexis just ruined my life. We're found dead from gunshot wounds and the two inflicted on each other. Ooh. She fired first, hitting Sanders while he was standing on the balcony. Despite being crucially injured by the shot, he was able to wrestle the gun away from her and fatally shoot her. Sanders <laughs> died from his injuries while the process, while in the process of calling 911 for help. So they fucking shot each other. Um, well, I'm with not with the same gun, with the same gun while being shot. Like he shot her while he had, was dying from his gunshot wound. That's fucking dedication. I laughing is what I'm doing, but yeah. it's not how I'm actually feeling. It's, I just want to say that we laugh at horror, you and I, because that's beyond. Well, that in and of itself, yeah. as a crime, is plenty. Yeah, and then you're it's happening in an apartment where it just fucking happened. The exact same crime in that you live in. Listen, we laugh because otherwise we'd be fucking hermits in our apartments, houses in your case, living in a ball. <laughs> Screaming at the top of our Screaming. lungs. Screaming. <laughs> this is how we cope. We're not like, haha, murder. We're like, <laughs> I mean, and how Alexis copes because clearly she's way closer than we are. Yeah. Good for her. Um, well, I'm not sure they know the exact nature of the argument between Sanders and DiMacchiaba and her since both died and there were no other witnesses the similarities between the February and October incidents are striking both couples were living together experiencing stresses in the relationships eventually turning into deadly violence and both had significant about 10 year age gap between the girlfriend and boyfriend all caps as it turns out Elizabeth Garcia, the original t Building 26 killer, told detectives during her initial police interview that she thought the apartment was haunted and that the haunting contributed to the couple's <sighs> obvious couple's problems and influence of violence that led to the unfortunate end of the relationship, which uh, which is obviously true. <laughs> and anyone from the second murder survived, I'm sure they would have corroborated her story. Without a doubt, the suspicious dog activity, and he says, S, she says, SDA, fits in here <laughs> somehow, too. <laughs> Yes, I have to say I'm that favorite. was when the devil came up from the ground uh -huh. and all the dogs went crazy, yeah. and then it went up into apartment twenty six. Yes, definitely. Whatever you said it was definitely. Uh, I have to say I'm very disappointed. This angle wasn't more thoroughly explored in mainstream media's coverage of these events. I'm convinced it's a cover up. You guys are the best. Stay sexy and don't get ghost murders, Alexis. Fuck. That was intense. Now that's a hometown for you. That's yeah. like four hometowns in combined in one. Yeah, no children were involved. <sighs> no lifelong therapy except for Alexis. I'm, I made a joke to you at the Austin shows where I was like, I'm, I'm going to try to slowly force this podcast into a supernatural realm. <laughs> yeah, it just gets really suddenly into every single thing is like, and that they think a ghost did it. Yeah. Just constantly. Like, what? No, but, it's clearly the serial killer who got murdered. <laughs> yes. You guys fucking put to death. The 
the fingerprints. Right. No, 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 no. There was a supernatural element to it. But there's something about that. It's like, what if, what if? I know. It's so fun. I don't believe in ghosts, but I want to so bad. Yeah. So I'm like almost more obsessed with it than people who believe in it. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yes. Because you want to prove yourself right or wrong. Yeah. And it's like when you ask people who are like, this person was not full of shit. Like you ask someone that you like, like if Guy Brenham was like, I have a ghost story. I'd be like, well, I believe it. Well, I have a ghost story. Do you, well, yeah. No, I mean yours too. I forgot. Do you believe mine? Yes. Do tell, you, Georgia? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> tell, should tell it real quick. <laughs> it's a seven hour ghost story. <laughs> but it's the reason I, it's not like I think a ghost came and killed them or anything yeah. even in a horror movie. It's just, there's other shit going on. Yeah. We have no idea what it is. We just simply don't know. I definitely believe in other planes of existence. And so maybe they just cross over sometime. But the idea, it's just such a, it's such a fascinating thing. Why? It's like one bad apartment. First of all, they're apartments. So it's like, why would an apartment be evil? Yeah. And then it's so specific to like 10 year age gap relationships where it's just like two people turn on each other. And I mean, to, for two, the, 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 what is it called? It's not two people killing each other in relationships is not a coincidence. Doesn't feel like a coincidence in the same apartment, especially if I don't know, maybe the second ones didn't know about the first one. I feel like it's not something you disclose when you're like signing a rental agreement. <laughs> or you think they were copycats. <laughs> yeah. Or they, they like, knew about it and they're like, we're going to do that too. This happens in these apartments. That's um, the goal. I want to say I actually don't believe in other planes of existence, but I really want to. Yeah. So you're entertaining it as a as a skeptic i think it would be so cool if that if that were the truth i think it would make life more interesting but unfortunately i think life is actually just you know fake i don't know <laughs> listen this is not the podcast we have not gone into surreal supernatural shit yet. that's right and this is why because it does it just stalls out it's just it's like just, anything is possible no it's not life is horrible <laughs> oh, it's just you and i fighting about whether or not anything is possible yeah um all right well that's our hometown episode thank you guys so much for writing those in yeah uh wow they're gonna the those were four mind stickers yeah do you have a better one prove it yeah write it to us send it in you want to beat a Alexis's new high watermark of yeah. good writing, do it. Listen, and if you have a horrible child one, clearly we're fine with those two. I mean, look, it all has to be read. Yeah, they deserve it. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, that's your story. Yeah, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye! Bye.